This is Multimedia Failure, a podcast where we, for reasons beyond my understanding, watch nearly every video game movie ever made and then rank them against each other. I'm Jason Ariola, and knowing full well that two of us are going to have so, so many questions about what the hell happened in this movie are... Vanessa Cahill. John Lucero. Jesse Obando. <laughs> <laughs> off to a fantastic start. Yeah. All right. So, uh, boy... Um, this episode, we watched Mass Effect Paragon Lost, a uh, prequel movie of sorts to Mass Effect 3. Now, um, I know John and I are, uh, let's say, very familiar with Mass Effect. Um, uh, Jesse, Vanessa, I'm going to uh, go ahead and wager a guess that there's not a lot of familiarity there for you guys. I started playing it at one time when we thought it might be a GameCube game, and then I uh, never looked back. Okay. <laughs> How far did you get? Not very far. Yeah. <laughs> did you complete Eden Prime? Did you, forget, did you complete the first mission of the game? No. <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah, okay. I don't know anything about it. Okay, well. Oh, okay, well, I guess my intro was uh, spot on that two of you guys have so, so many questions about what was going on in this thing because um, <laughs> as... as I, I feel like it did an okay job, I suppose, at kind of filling in the blanks of what goes on in Mass Effect. It's also, there's a lot, and there's two games worth of build-up to, of lore build-up to what this movie sort of is trying to be the stepping stone towards the next game. So I, I think this is one of those movies that, like, you sort of have to be a fan already to understand what the hell is really going on. Yeah, it's also technically a prequel to 2, even though it came out this same year as three, I think. Came out yeah. Yeah. Near as I can tell from what I remember. Okay. So um, this movie came out November 29th, 2012 and uh, in a limited theatrical release. And then it was available digitally December 14th, 2012 from, and if anybody listening knows for sure, one way or the other, please tweet us, write in whatever you need to do. Um, I have a recollection of this movie Coming with the collector's edition of the PlayStation 3 version of Mass Effect 3, I don't 100% remember because now I'm looking online and I'm not seeing evidence of that. And I'm just wondering if I ended up actually buying this stupid thing on my own because I was just so uh, amped up for anything Mass Effect at this point still. So yes, you're so Mass Affected. Um, I, yeah, Jason, you buy games multiple times, so I wouldn't be surprised if you bought two versions of Mass Effect 3. Uh, I did. I bought the collector's yeah. edition of the PS3 and the 360. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I guess I should say it's a prequel to two, but it stars a character only in three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's you got all that going for you too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, Shepard is still dead, apparently, in in the beginning of this, and Shepard is the um, the main character of the series of oh, the first three games. Anyway, I, don't, I guess we'll. I guess we could just kind of parse over Andromeda existing and go yeah. from there. Um, a little bit of a local lore for uh, Vanessa, Jesse and I, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. actually is the voice of Lieutenant James Vega, both in game and in this movie. I knew this was going to come up. <laughs> yeah. everyone, yeah. everyone has to always bring it up anytime Freddie Prince Jr. is around. Oh, he's yeah. from Albuquerque. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is he from Albuquerque? I probably knew this. Don't don't listen to me. <laughs> is he Albuquerque? I thought I thought it was just New Mexico in general. I thought he was like somewhere else. But is he the pride, yeah. is he the pride of New Mexico? Pretty Prince. Jr. He is. Uh, no, Neil Patrick Harris is actually the pride oh, of New okay. Mexico. Okay. <laughs> that and Walter White. 
necessarily what you guys he's, he's the second president of mexico <laughs> yeah. uh, comedian Buck Marin is from albuquerque <laughs> okay actually had a weird weird same trajectory except he ended up successful whereas i did not um uh, Mark Marin grew up in New Jersey, spent like the first like eight years of his life in New Jersey, then moved to Albuquerque, which is almost a uh, exact uh, thing of what happened to me. But again, he ended up successful and one of the, uh, you know, kings of podcasting and I am doing this. So uh, yeah. one, of, uh, one of the Dukes of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, Very I would, small duchy. <laughs> I would say, um, I don't even know if I would be a, a local Duke at this point. <laughs> maybe, maybe like the Dukes, like a uh, uh, main, like a uh, pot scrubber or something like okay. that. So can I wash your jock strap for you? <laughs> oh, but anyway. Um, yeah. So this thing uh, had a, a strong voice acting cast, I would say with Laura Bailey, Monica Real, Vic Mignonan, uh, Travis Willingham, Todd Habercorn, Eric Vale, Josh Grell, and Justin Cook. Those are names I would say most people probably aren't aware of, but if you're into anime and other stuff like that, uh, those are names that are probably like, oh, I've heard of these people before. And I would say to the um, strength of the movie that you can tell that this isn't just regular actors voicing a character. These are like voice actors who know what the hell they're doing and how to act a character. Because let's say the, um, one dimensional nature of a lot of these characters got a little bit of life with some of the voice actors, despite the uh, voice actors, um, or despite the characters maybe fighting against what the actors were capable of doing with them at times. Yeah. They did a pretty good job. I thought Freddie Prince Jr. was a little flat. Oh, he was yeah. way f- yeah. like, yeah. he's like that in the game too. He is. Uh, Vega is my, one of my least favorite Mass Effect characters. I would say he is probably my least favorite. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of, yeah, if you brought all the crew together, I, I might forget Vega was in the crew at some point. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Zaid's kind of lame, too. I've never been a big Zaid fan. Oh, I'm not a like huge fan, but I mean, at least he's kind of interesting outside of like, hey, I'm going to sit around and do pull-ups. Yeah, he has a fun accent, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... And he also wasn't one of the, like, you know, he was a add-on character for Mass Effect 2, whereas, um, you know, uh, Vega's an actual full character that you're supposed to use in 3, so. He feels like an add-on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, guys, how do we feel about Freddy Prince Jr.? Well, okay, it's not Freddy Prince Jr., it's Vega, but uh, throwing in random Spanish and then um, not really having much of a Spanish accent to it. It's like, for somebody who's supposed to be able to speak Spanish in in this world, um, he's got no discernible like accent for it. So offended. Spanish yeah. people need to have accents constantly. I, I made, <laughs> I double checked to see if he was is, is Hispanic at all, but he is Puerto Rican. He is, has Puerto Rican heritage. So Vega or no, uh, or pretty 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 yeah, his, his on his dad's side at least. Yeah. There. So I was like, is he actually Hispanic or is this just a uh, stunt casting? <laughs> and uh, I guess, okay, he is sure. He's from uh, Mexico. He speaks Spanish. Yeah. yeah <laughs> accent, accent uh, a little on the poor side, I would say. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. a guy who is uh, not fluent at all in Spanish, um, I can uh, produce a better Spanish sound than that. So, yeah. Maybe yeah. he's taking, like, he's like learning the language. You know, you, you only like it better by practicing. And he finds <laughs> the time to practice is in the field. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Oh, I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one where it's like you have to overdo the accent, but I mean, even an attempt at a rolled R would have been good. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, ugh, just a strange choice. So, um, 
Yeah, anyway, despite the uh, fairly impressive uh, voice actor cast list, the roles of Captain Anderson and Admiral Hackett, who are two uh, pretty substantial characters in the Mass Effect universe, um, were not done by their in-game actors, uh, Keith David and Lance Henriksen, respectively. It was a... um, it was a far less jarring voice difference for Liara, though, the uh, the, the Asari who's, uh, oh, God, what's her name? Tree, do, 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 Tria, uh, who's like Tria's like mentor, I suppose. Um, she wasn't voiced by Liara's actual voice actress in the game. Um, she was voiced by, by uh, Jamie Marchie and is voiced by Allie Hillis in the games. So I, I, I know she only had like three lines in the whole thing, but it seemed a little bit more spot on to that, whereas um, Captain Anderson in particular sounded like a guy trying to do a Keith David impression and doing a pretty poor job of it. Yeah, I immediately caught that it wasn't Keith David. The yeah. Liara one, I I would I probably wouldn't notice honestly if I if I didn't see that when I was doing the X ray I do the X ray thing on Prime every now every now and then because it's the best Prime feature. But, yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, it was fine. She was hers was hers was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Admiral Hackett, like because for the first I think the first game he's mostly a disembodied voice, so. You get very used yeah. to his voice. And then, you know, having just played Mass Effect 1, what was that, about six months ago we were going to do that? Or no? Maybe a little... It's like almost a year ago. Oh, has it been? Okay, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, you know, I, I played Mass Effect within the last year, so you know, just having that voice fairly familiar in my head still, being like, oh, that doesn't sound anything like Admiral Hackett. Okay. Also, Lance Henriksen has an amazing voice, so that's like, you can't... Yeah. Can't, yeah, it's hard it sounds like he was smoking and gargling glass through most of his yeah. life. Like, just has that raspy, just deep, effective voice that is like you cannot replicate that mm-hmm. so okay um before we get started uh, on the on the rundown of this thing um I, I suppose i should ask um uh had any of you guys seen this prior to this watch john no actually i'm not as big of a mass effect fan as i am i have not seen it uh jesse no definitely not no and vanessa yeah, of course I've seen it. I know, I know. I like, Haven't we all seen yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm the only one that's seen this thing, and um, I believe when we mentioned we were going to do this on the like, one of the last podcasts we did, uh, even I was like, woof, like, oh boy, I can't believe I bought this thing or own this thing still. It's, oh, it's not great. Um, yeah, so um am i missing anything i think i think we've kind of run down what we need to for this before we do the walk or the, the run through of this movie am i missing anything uh, uh i don't think so no but i would like to add that i just looked i looked this up on reddit once again and that someone posted a year ago that they ended up finding this dvd brand new first sale at the dollar tree so apparently the dollar tree is a great place to look for these types of movies. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, in our Slack chat, I am constantly finding video game movies on DVD or Blu-ray um, going through. And I found Galerian's, was it Ryan or Ash? Ryan was the Ryan. Ryan. I found Galerian's Ryan on DVD, which is the damnedest thing. And because it makes me feel like there's almost somebody who listens to this show and then goes to the goodwill that I frequent to go look for stuff to sell and um, puts it there, donates it. It just, it's really weird. Like just how many video game movies I find there. It's like, this is, this is weirdly specific. It's probably a cult setting you up to replace your body with a, with a spirit or something. Well, you know what? If they fix my body at the same time, cool. Fantastic. That sounds pretty good for you. The video game demon. It's like, it's basically like hereditary, but video games. 
Lean into it. <laughs> Come on, replace my body, please. <laughs> I can't deal with this thing anymore. Oh, anyway, okay. So then, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a that's a that's a weird bit of trivia. Thanks for bringing that up, Jesse. <laughs> that's, You're welcome. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've seen the Prince of Persia at that at multiple Dollar Trees in the. Uh, or not in Dollar Trees. Um, oh wait, what is it? Uh, Goodwills and Savers around here. It's just like, oh, uh, why are there, why are there so many copies of this floating around with Jake Gyllenhaal's nipples not not being in it? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe everyone got rid of that movie because they were like, there's no nipples for Jake Gyllen and Jake Gyllenhaal in this. Like, screw this thing, get rid of it <laughs> for at least the nipple cut. Yeah. Wow, I love that. That's still a thing. But all right, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we do what we can, right? <laughs> We objectify everybody on this podcast. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, Vanessa, if you would uh, care to count me down for this. How much time do we have on the clock? Um, boy, I forgot. <laughs> it, was like, it was like 90 minutes. It was around 90 minutes. Let's just, let's just okay. say 90 seconds. I should be able to swing that in it. Sure, you got it. It's fine. All right. Are you ready? Absolutely. All right. Three, two, one, go. Vega and his squad save some colonists from an attack by a mercenary group. Skip to a couple of years later, and Vega's squad has settled into the routine of keeping the place safe despite no encounters of any kind since their landing. The colonists find an ancient artifact that's emitting some kind of signal. Tria, an Asari researcher, goes with the squad to check it out. The squad blows it up, and then the collectors, a race of aliens that effectively harvest humans to turn them into Reapers, which are a sentient spe or spaceships that are unbelievably huge and come through the galaxy to wipe out intelligent life. After a bunch of battles, Vega has to make the uh, tough decision, or has to make a tough decision calling back to the games to either save Tria, who has a bunch of data on the collectors that could be used to help co combat them later, or the entire colony of people still on the collector ship. He chooses Tria and then deals with the aftermath of helping the greater good and sacrificing a few hundred humans in the process. And there, I think I did that in record time. Yeah, that was like 40 seconds. Great job. <laughs> Crushed it. Was, was, uh, am I a bad person for laughing when they were, when they did the jump cut reveal that he let the, all the colonists die and saved the, and saved Tria? Cause I, I don't, it was, I don't know. It's like you, you let hundreds die and you saved this one person was like literally what uh, Hackett said. <laughs> that made me laugh. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a bad person. Yeah, but, I think that's yeah. it. No, I mean, yeah. there's, no, I mean, there's that, but also, no, it is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> we're, all bad we're all bad damaged people because of this it podcast. Was, it was just like, uh, of course, he's going to save the colonists. <laughs> then he does it. And it was. Uh... Yeah. No, he let Private April die. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, if that wasn't. Oh, God. So, OK. Am I crazy? But in like watching this, they show the whole colony like, you know, going up the colony ship going up and then it like like flashes back to that same moment and i thought they were gonna do like a like a split did, yeah. path thing too and then like okay showing no he didn't actually do that because he thought he wouldn't be able to live with himself if that happened and then went to save the colonists and then no they just show all the colonists uh death basically that was unexpected i found that to yeah. be incredibly unexpected and unnecessary yes. yeah it was it, i had a, the exact same reaction like oh they're doing the mass effect decision thing uh, sort of and no they're not like uh I for a second I thought because it was really hard to parse what was happening when everything was exploding, um, and I was like, "Is this one where he just like freezes and everyone dies?" Because <laughs> he like he was like freaking out. It was like he freezes, makes no choice, and then that's the middle option where everyone just <laughs> dies. Uh, yeah, it was it's a really weird ending. Yeah, and yeah. also as someone who has played the Mass Effect series, it feels incredibly inconsequential that he made that decision uh, because. 
spoilers for Mass Effect Two. Uh, Shepard kind of deals with the whole collector situation uh, in his special in his own special way, and um, I knowing any information about them didn't seem that useful for the Alliance because they don't even help you. So yeah, what did he actually accomplish? Well, I mean, to be fair, I guess Shepard was technically not part of the Alliance at the time. He was with Cerberus. Yeah. He was working for Cerberus, so maybe the Alliance was hesitant on giving him information because it could get back to Cerberus. Hmm. Um, Jesse Vanessa, Cerberus is a a pro-human group, basically, that it uh, just feels like humans should just be the dominant force in the universe or in the galaxy. And uh, they're, 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 they're effectively space racists. Yeah, that was the spy guy, right? Yeah, that yeah. was actually that was actually explained in the movie. They, yeah, they it was. Took, mm-hmm. yeah. right. took, took the time to say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do love space racists. It's my favorite <laughs> subject. <laughs> oh man, you should play Mass Effect then. <laughs> so, <laughs> you can have you can have one on your on your team. Actually, I think that was maybe the one thing I did pick up from the small amount I played early on <laughs> in the game. And there was like five minutes of space racism. <laughs> It was is Ashley in the very first five minutes of being a space? Yeah, racist? I don't think she yeah. Is. yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. She like because you save her, but she's and she's immediately racist. <laughs> and, uh, oh. the, yeah, yeah. And then there's a point in the first game later on where you get to choose um, saving Kaiden, the like one of the the one squad guy that uh, survives with you from that went down to uh, Eden Prime, who's kind of just a bland nothing really. Um, uh-huh. or Ashley. And so it's like, well, do I save the person who's kind of boring and isn't really going to add anything to the story? Or maybe the racist who at least might keep things interesting. And as I tell her to shut up. You yeah. know, was, I always save the space racist, unfortunately, because Caden <laughs> sucks. He's just so, he sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we should throw it more to Jesse and Vanessa here as far as like questions go, because I'm sure there's people who may, might listen to this and not have a goddamn clue what the hell Mass Effect is. Um, is there stuff that you guys would like us to clear up? Because like I said, John and I both have a pretty strong understanding of Mass Effect. Like I even read a few Mass Effect books to give you an indication of how much I was into this universe for a while. I finished Andromeda. So that's like, yeah, boy. Okay. Uh, I've got a question. Is that what the monsters really look like? Because they look stupid. They look like human shark hybrids. Is that like actually what the monsters in Mass Effect look like? Uh, well, that's what the collectors look like. One of the enemies there. They look so stupid. Uh, yeah, I've actually never been a huge fan of the collector design either. No, uh, no, yeah. they they do look kind of silly, uh, like little little bug freaks mm-hmm. there. <laughs> and uh, sh- I think the ship the ship's kind of grown on me over time. I used to hate it, but now I kind of I, I like the weird it's weird biomechanical design now. It's eye, it's like it's like spooky yeah. eye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're the they're only in Mass Effect two, right? They aren't in three at all, are they? I don't remember honestly. It might be turned into Reaper. It might be assimilated into Reaper form. I don't By know. then, yeah. 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 But, if, but in this, like in their bug form, I think they're only in two. Because uh, you kind of take, you kind of wipe them out at the end of two. Yeah, you're basically like two. Like you spend most of the time like fighting the collectors. Like that's pretty much all you end up doing for the most part in right. fighting. Their base is located the at the end. Their base is located in the middle of the galaxy, which is pretty cool. Like. That's why no one could find it because it's literally in the most dangerous part of the of the of the solar of the galaxy. It's yeah. in the very middle. Yeah, so. yeah, right near the uh, the uh, gigantic black hole. Yeah, super massive black hole. My bad. Super massive. Oh yeah, hole. super massive black hole. Yeah. Next question. Yeah. Um, who was that child in relation to Vega? 
a plot device. His little sister. Remember, they were like, he's basically his big brother. Uh, that's just a movie. That's a movie character. She's. Yeah, she's nobody who basically is just supposed to um, make you feel for Vega when he makes the decision to let them all die. But um, yeah, it didn't. Uh, they, I found it more ridiculous than anything and kind of obvious. James said he was going to save us. So like, even as a even as a father, I was like, "Oh, just shut up and die." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, Vega prob- probably talks about his backstory and all this in the game. I don't remember at all because I never talked to Vega. <laughs> so, okay. I talked to him for the achievements and just kind of like, uh huh, yeah. uh huh, yeah, fascinating, yeah. Vega. Okay, let me go talk to anybody else. Yeah, they probably at least hinted this, um, if anything. Yeah, um, he's pretty big in this movie, uh, but he gets super jacked in oh, yeah, in Mass Effect Three. Like, <laughs> literally, massive. like he will like. I, I think we I, I mentioned this on the Halo Four podcast, but like, literally, he's in like the cargo area of the, of the Normandy in Mass Effect Three, your spaceship that you use as sort of your like central hub, and he's just doing pull ups on there constantly. Like, that's all he does is pull ups. Yeah, Vanessa, he's like Doom Rock in this one versus. Um... I don't know, Fast and Furious Rock, and then and three. Yeah, so yeah. That that, if that little, helps. little lady arms. Yeah. Who <laughs> <laughs> could still crush us completely? Yeah. But yeah. yeah. They could crush all of us, but I'm still gonna make fun of them because they're. So <laughs> yeah, for being for being just a normally or a normal big sized guy <laughs> instead of just right, exactly. the freak of nature that he is now. Oi. Okay. Um. Do we do we do we have any other questions, or do yeah, we gotta fill in everything here? Vega is is bisexual in the game right like he's one of the 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 dual romance options if you think i talked to vega enough to remember that i think i think he's one of the dual romance options could be kind of bi that's cool there are there are a handful of of bi aliens and humans in the games is, is brood in the game brood no there there are other krogans that are cooler yeah. Cooler. Actually, 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 actually cool. Brood was pretty cool. He just, and I was really, I was really disappointed how he died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, he deserved a much cooler death than just getting shot in the head by that by that loser guy. I agree. Yeah. One of my favorite characters in the series, and I was sad he never got, you never got to use him again as a squad mate. Is uh, is or not Rex, who is like the main, or who's like your Krogan ally in the first game. Yeah, I always he, liked him. Yeah, Rex is great. Um, they do replace him with another cool, like, a really interesting Krogan character also. But yeah, I didn't uh, think he was that interesting in the second game. It kind of grew on me by the third, though. I did. I did just the idea of him being made in a tube, basically, as being basically grown is interesting to me. But uh, See, I thought the premise was interesting. I thought the execution was a little like, okay, great. You're, 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 you're fascinating. Okay. <laughs> I did. I I think I'd more maybe I just more liked how it tied into Morden, like how their stories kind of inter interconnect intersected. Uh, yeah. Or, okay. Now that makes sense. And we're 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 going way over uh, Justin Vanessa's yeah, head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys would love Morden. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a Solarian scientist who's like kind of just this like um, I would say borderline on the spectrum uh, kind of weirdo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, kind of cool. a math murderer. <laughs> uh, and uh, he also sings. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's uh, responsible for the genophage, which made the Krogans basically um, sterile. Uh, yeah. So he is effectively responsible for the Krogan um, being uh, on the way out or close to being extinct. Oh, that's yeah, rough. He's, yeah, he, he, space racism. 
he neutered all the Grogu's. He, was, he neutered all the yes. <laughs> He's the Bob Barker of space. Spade neuter your Krogan. Spade neuter your Battlemasters. Space eugenics, I think. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh God. Yeah, the, the, the I guess we can get into it because um, we're, you know, really thin on time here with this movie. Um, <laughs> so the whole thing with the Krogan is they're, you know, obviously this like incredible warrior breed. They were bred or uh, they were brought in to help combat this other uh, bug like race that were like taking over the galaxy. Um, the Krogan have a very quick reproductive rate. And so they were able to combat the bugs, the Rachni. Um, except when they beat the Rachni, they were sort of like effectively holding um, the galaxy government hostage. And to combat that, they um, this doctor um, introduced the genophage, which basically makes them infertile. Like even if they do manage to get pregnant, like I think it's like 75 to 80 percent of them are like stillbirths. So, yeah, the Krogan are on their way out, basically, by the end of this. And then I think in, in three, you have the choice to either uh, continue with the genophage or have it cured. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, Morden is the one that, like, if you do decide to, to cure it, he, he sacrifices himself to make sure it happens. So, you know, he... This is redemption as a, arc. As, as a way to... Morden has one of the best arcs in the whole series. He's, he's a great character. Uh, I'm glad he gets his time in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> in a series full of great characters he's one of the best yeah 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 unfortunately like um since you seem to have bounced off at vanessa um i would say mass effect is more about the characters and the actual gameplay for the most part i've always felt like the gameplay is sort of the um most meh issue or like it, thing about the game it does get better with each game um yeah Three's, yeah i, I, I think it's a sliding scale of as the Gameplay gets a little bit more robust and let's entertaining, fun, better. Um, I feel like the characters kind of go down a little bit in quality. Like I feel like Mass Effect One has the best cast of the characters, and um, then let me think. Okay, Garrus, Liara, Tally, and Rex are the big ones because I mean Ashley and Caden are there. Yeah, um, I'm forgetting someone. No. Okay. Yeah, those I mean those are like the core four, especially Garrett uh and Tally are with with you in every game uh, uh, directly on your team. Yeah, they're the only two or yeah, yeah, they're, they're the only two, yeah, they're the only two that are in Mass Effect 2 and 3 on as available party members for you to use. Yeah. So so I see that argument. I think 2 has a really great cast of a new of a new characters. They I mean they replace they replace Caden and Ashley with um uh I, I literally had their names in my head. Miranda and Jacob. <laughs> uh, Miranda's better than Ashley as a character. Not that much better. But no. Jacob's a little better than Caden, but also not that much better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, Subject Zero's kind of cool, right? That's her name, Subject Zero? Jack? Jack, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jack's great. Yeah, Jack Lord. is a uh, bald um, woman who uh, has, like, in... Like, this is this is where I sort of had the issue with Mass Effect 2's gameplay and kind of storyline. Uh, she's supposed to be like the most powerful or one of the most powerful biotics who's basically like uh, psychic powers, um, telekinesis and stuff like that um, in the galaxy. And then she's on your party and you're like, eh, she's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of the things is like the balance of the, the cutscenes versus the actual gameplay wasn't always spot on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
Now, I don't I don't feel um, the same as, uh, as as our friend Gustav does that uh, Mass Effect one is the only good Mass Effect. But <laughs> yeah, I will say it is my personal favorite. And I think it's also like it's the one that can stand alone on its own. And once you get past, I would say, like the initial like get off the Citadel and start getting things to happen, the game gets good. It took me a very long time for the first game to I think it's I think I had like three false starts with that thing before it finally clicked with me. That was the game that taught me to save frequently mm-hmm. uh, because the game doesn't autosave that that often. It rarely does. Usually when you land on a planet, and I had to redo an entire planet when I died at the Ooh, final boss. Woof. It was a fairy. It's the one with the plant. The one with the... It's, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that one. one yeah, the, that one. I had to redo that, basically that entire... More, more or less the entire thing. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I do like one a lot. I prefer two. Uh, two also has the a, a much better opening. It gets going way faster. It has the benefit of being a sequel, so that helps. Um, one has to set up a lot of stuff. Uh, the main story of one is the best. Uh, I do like the character stuff in two more, though. Yeah, I'm got. I bet <laughs> Vanessa, Jesse, I'm sure you guys are enthralled with this uh, Mass Effect series talk right now. It's uh, so enthralled, it's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, for the actually for the I didn't even think with this movie. How many movies have we watched now with a with a group of Marines getting slowly slaughtered by? Oh uh, God! It's got to be it's got to be at least a third of them, right? Yeah, it, it feels like we watch every other movie is like Marines getting slaughtered by opposing force. Yeah, that's uh, all. The, well, it's all the video games, right? It's just like yeah, it's just video games. Turn, 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 video games have bad plots, <laughs> so. <laughs> Actually, you know, now that I think about it, that's at least the last three because Halo Four, Forward Unto Dawn, yeah, Company yeah. of Heroes, and now yeah. Mass Effect: Paragon Lost all have the same maybe sort of maybe, movie. Maybe that's why I feel that way because we've literally just uh, what happened in Red Faction Origins. We watched that movie. What was what happened? Was that? Oh, that was live action. Uh, oh, space communism. That's sure, all I remember. Probably. That's all I remember about it. it was space communism? Wow, it was live I, action. I really wiped that movie yeah. out of my brain. That's one of the few I've wiped out of my brain. <laughs> it was like, a, like maybe a slum. There was like a yeah, was like walking through yeah. the slums, perhaps. Maybe. Yeah, I that's think all you're I remember. Right. Guns? I don't know. And a hammer. Got to remember the hammer. I don't remember the hammer. Mm, yeah. Um, I feel like both Dead Space movies have that, don't they? Yeah, one yep, of them yep, does yep, for yep, sure. Yep. It's <laughs> at least one of them does. Yeah. Yeah. This. Maybe maybe it's just this, this back half is felt like a doom, of course. <laughs> doom, of course. But it's kind of like what doom it's is. Literally, space marines. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, so we got we've got Pokemon, Resident Evil, and Space Marines. That's kind of like our our uh, our core three here. Yeah, Multiple pretty much. <laughs> All right, guys. So I guess we should probably get to ranking this thing uh, because I'm sure uh, Jesse and uh, Vanessa are uh, sick of hearing us talk about Mass Effect at this point. <laughs> We love it. I'm a big fan now. You guys changed me. Oh, yeah. good, good, good. Can't wait to do a playthrough of all the games. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I feel like that's a Michael thing, not a, yeah. not a Mass Effect thing. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Michael's the the rare person that likes the gameplay and not the story Mass Effect, which Perfect. will, uh, he's, which will he's forever <laughs> that will forever baffle me. <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, as somebody who likes the first Mass Effect's like gameplay loop just because of the, the loot and everything like that. The story is so much better and the characters are so much better than the gameplay. Yeah. Two's I mean, gameplay is good, but it has an, it's, it's getting, it's, it's showing his age. Sorry, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah. uh, I would love to get back to three to see how I feel about it now. Uh, gameplay wise anyway. 
So I, I, for ranking, do we like Halo Four or Four Down the Dawn more than this? Because I think I do. I think I like that movie. Oh too. yeah, no, I like Halo Four. That's we just saw. That's what we just saw. Yeah, the the live action one with John okay. with John Halo. Yeah, I like I like this more than I like that more than this too. I also like both Dead Space movies more than this. Jesse, how about, I, think, how about I think this was missing some gore. Is that weird to say? It was missing gore. It, it, I, feel like, I feel like it led with. I feel like it led with gore, and then like, because that first scene is it was relatively gory, and then they yeah. kind of just like get away from that after, after a bit. Mm-hmm. I like this more than Super Mario Bros. I th- I think I also like it more than Super Mario Brothers, which is Ooh. which is one of those movies that has like has some staunch defenders. I will say, you know, they're. I like their weird cyberpunk Mario thing. There's also staunch defenders of um, Spirits Within. So, I mean, yeah. you know, there's that. Um, you know what? I'm 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 okay with that being there. I, I personally, I think I would rather watch Mario Brothers again just because it's at least doing something different. Well, but I, I mean, am I am okay with it I mean, going I mean, under... actually, actually, let me see. I kind of like Double Dragon. Oh, first of all, I think I like Double Dragon. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Double Dragon. We are mm-hmm. stupid. Why do we put that under Mario Bros? We're yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we were just starting. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we didn't know. We didn't know. <laughs> I would watch this over the Celebes again, I think. Yes, absolutely. Okay, well, there. Yeah. So there we go. Man. So then, uh, so in between Double Dragon and Pokemon Forever, making uh, Mass Effect Paragon Lost our new number 29. That's wild, by the way. Before I can show, before John says anything, that's yeah, the crazy thing that Mass Effect made twenty nine. Yeah. In between Double Dragon and Pokemon Forever, right. what, a weird, what a wild list we have. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Sorry, John. Go ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> Congratulations to Mass Effect Paragon Lost for being the twenty ninth greatest video game movie ever made as of December fourteenth, two thousand twelve. Um, yeah, I also tweeted to uh, Heather Ann Campbell, who's, um, she does a podcast I listen to and is hysterical. Uh, one of the funniest people I think I've ever like heard before, but, um, that she, I guess on their podcast, they did uh, final fantasy spirits within watch and she's uh-huh. not a staunch defender. I haven't listened to the episode yet, but based on the tweets, she kind of defends it. And I uh, tweeted to her the, uh, the fact that it's, you know, in Where the middle ish of our list at this point. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. Where is it at? It's 54 right now. That feels that feels right. <laughs> that, feel, uh, that feels right. Yeah. It's below. It's below Hitman and Max Payne. Interesting. Interesting. That might just be because uh, Timothy Oliphant was in a. Uh, yeah. Was in Hitman. I mean, yeah, he didn't make a great Agent Forty Seven, but I mean, Timothy Oliphant's got you know charm coming out of the wazoo. Speaking of Jesse, are we are we doing this new podcast with just or with the Justified watching? <laughs> um, if you want, I'm down. <laughs> I, yeah. I I I don't I, I don't know what the logistics of actually doing it, but boy, yeah. I am exci- I am so excited for new, more Justified. <laughs> I know, me too. Justified. God, and I'm so glad they really only use that line like three times in the whole series like that could have just been a really bad stinger at the end of every episode well i guess that shooting was justified yeah. <laughs> i would do that every time <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, we did we did we did get a one-liner when the essex guy he said collect this bitch or the fuck he said and I, was, <laughs> I, and I appreciated that <laughs> i was like yeah i would also try and say that before i died hopefully yeah, um, yeah. His, uh, i'm just trying to look cool before i die <laughs> yeah i did that twice and then he still didn't get he's he, he got a he got a cool death though you know the, even though he was like the weird sexual assaulty yeah. one okay mm-hmm. i was gonna say he was a pervy one right yeah yeah, yeah. pervy and uh sexual assaulty are, are, are two different yeah. beasts you know yeah, yeah. 
it, it was per, it per it was perfect until he started touching her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So. You, you go, yeah, you go from uh, you know, the, there's a wide gap between uh, Uncle Inappropriate working at GameStop with you to uh, uh, grabbing people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so justifies. I think I saw that like an advertisement for a new. Is it like a new season or is it a movie? It's a new season. Oh, very fun. Yeah. Yeah, it takes place in Detroit, which is a little weird because, oh, you know, takes <laughs> takes Raylan out of Kentucky. But I guess you can't ever take the Kentucky out of Raylan. Is he going to shoot people in Detroit? Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. so many people. <laughs> I am I'm very much looking forward to watching Raylan just blow half of Detroit away. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I love that guy. I, oh, boy. I want to watch more of that show. Oh, it's fantastic. It's easily like easily like top 10 shows for me. I love that show so much. Just I just finished watching it again about a year ago and I I I love that show. It is just charming as all shit. I'm almost done watching Buffy and that's probably going to be my top 10 shows ever. That show's great. <laughs> so so good. I didn't think it would hold up as well as it it does. Real hmm. good show. Never seen an episode. Are uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. still married, huh? Yeah, they are still married. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all back to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, see, we're expert professionals. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to talk about that off air, Jesse, because I, I, I'd be down to talk about Justified, because God damn it, do I love Justified. Do a limited series. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, because I, I, I wonder if Gangsta Grass is going to make a reappearance for the theme song. <laughs> I can't imagine it would I work. I so. Oh, I love the theme song or Justified. I it's do, so too. Good. I adore that theme song, but I don't know if it's going to work for Detroit. Uh I saw season two, I think. I'm pretty sure that's the one I watched all of, or most of. So that was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I can't really think of a weak season in that. It's not like, I don't feel, maybe the first season, because it does have a little bit more of like, you know, uh, not bad guy of the week, but foil of the week or whatever. Uh-huh. Whereas the, as after that, it kind of goes into like, yeah, there's occasional things, but it all links back to everything that, uh, that Raylan needs to kind of take care of in the end. So yeah, it's, I don't know. Like I said, that, that that's a show where I, I can't think of a weak episode and it also has my favorite, uh, a police foot chase ever. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get around to that show for sure. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's my next one. I'm I got like a season and a half of Buffy left. Uh, and that, that show also did monster week for like the first season and a half. And then we really got in the groove. Um, good stuff. Uh, unlike this list of movies we watch, what's yeah. our next, what's, what are we watching next? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um. Boy, you know, I don't know. We've got to. Uh, we've got to think about that because uh, I don't know if Josh is going to be available sometime soon. And unfortunately, guys, I there's at least one more movie we have to add to the list that uh, Chris Privetier, host of RP Gamer, that I'm on, um, brought up because it's uh, much like a lot of the other things that we've done, like Halo. Uh, it was a multi-episode like thing that got condensed down into a movie. And that's a Final Fantasy, uh, something of the crystals or Chronicle of the Crystals, or I, I don't know. It's, it's some something such bullshit. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's based on like Final Fantasy V, but yeah, unfortunately, right. that's uh, that's another one we got to go to. But uh, really, I feel really? like that one. I feel like that one would be painful. Like I, be I've got a feeling it's going to be because I think I watched. I think I had bought the first DVD of it when it came mm-hmm. out, and I didn't even finish the first episode. To be fair, it's been a while since we've watched a, re- a truly, truly painful one, hasn't it? Hasn't it been like a a while since we've been utterly angry when we got on the podcast. <laughs> mm, boy. Um, hmm. Let's, let's go to our list and take a look. I'm scrolling through. I'm not seeing like 
terrible stuff. I mean, we we dodged a bullet with oof, zombie massacre would have been next <laughs> there. I think. Uh, uh, well, probably oof. one of the Pokemon. One of those Pokemon ones probably was was I, I was upset with the Ranger one. I hated that one. That yeah, was, that was uh, pretty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as, as the Pokemon movie defender here, yeah, I will say that was uh, that was pretty bad. Um, I mean, I was. I mean, Jesse and I were very upset. Jake Gyllenhaal's nipples did not make as enough of an appearance on Prince of Persia. So. Well, Jason, does that. As a, next up is either going to be Legends Heroes Trails in the Sky, the animation, or Pokemon the movie Genesect and the Legend Awakened. <laughs> so. Uh. Both. <laughs> <Compelling> choices. <Yeah. laughs> um, boy, because there's. I mean, like I said, there's also that Final Fantasy one. You know what? Maybe I should. Since he brought. Oh, there's also that Karnoff, the. Uh, that Data East character that uh, Alex Frioli, uh, former guest on the show, uh, his like friend's dad plays Karnoff in there, whatever, and his friend fun. like filmed it. That's fun. It, yeah, it seems it, <laughs> it, like, it looks really stupid, but it, like in a fun way. So, I mean, maybe we could get that too, but I also have to coordinate with Alex. There's also a Wonder Boy movie we missed. How the hell did I miss? Oh, God. That was in between Dante's Inferno and, and uh, Halo Legends, apparently. Wonder Boy? how how has this how have we been doing this this long now that the need for speed movie is on this list and we're getting close to it oh god well that was out before we we started this i know but that was like one of the like newer ones at that point i mean uncharted has been out for over like a year and a half at this point so yeah I think because I think I, I think Sonic Three is going to come out before we even get to the first Sonic movie. Oh, I, I I'm willing yeah. to bet that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy. Oh, anyway, yeah. So it'll be one of those multiple movies. Well, it, you know what? It'll be a surprise. How's that? <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a fantastic time anyway if you like this podcast um you can go to our social media where we have since consolidated uh it is now pretty much games and junk on everything just because um twitter's getting real fucking weird man um even weirder than it was before uh it, it just seems like the uh borderline oligarch at times um mad scientist who's not actually a scientist uh, running it seems to make weird decisions that uh, he backpedals on after he realizes they're fucking stupid. So we're, we're 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 trying to just hedge our bets on one platform or one thing here, one account. So yeah, uh, you can just go to Games Junk uh, on Twitter and we're we're there. Um, all the other social media notes and show link or yeah links are in the notes. God, it's been a long time since I've done this. I don't remember what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> shit oh anyway i I suppose that'll just wrap up this episode of uh, multimedia failure because i can't think of any other way to plug things properly without uh, getting awkward so yeah why don't we just go ahead and wrap this show up and uh yeah until next time trust the fungus remember to spay and neuter your krogans everyone suckers